Have you ever thought about how your mind, body, and spirit is impacted throughout the holiday season? Stress, overeating, family dynamics, it can all take a toll on your system. What if I told you that the holidays don't have to feel stressful? What if you could find joy even in the little moments and learn how to be present with those you love? In today's episode, which is part three of the Emotionally Healthy Holiday series, we're talking about finding joy and being present. Are you in a season where you're longing for more, desiring inner peace, hoping for more authenticity in relationships? Perhaps you're feeling unsettled inside, like you know that God is calling you deeper, higher, and further than you've ever gone before. You are ready for change and it's time for something to shift. But what is it? What's been missing? My name is Amber Todd. I am a Christian counselor, and I believe that you were never meant to live a disconnected, segmented life. You were created for connection, deep, authentic, healing connection. First, within yourself, because your mental, physical, and spiritual health is interconnected. This is why I love collaborating with doctors and like-minded holistic practitioners who honor God's design for our whole being to function and operate in harmony. Life Interconnected Podcast is an intentional space you can come to every week to receive encouragement, hope, and a fresh perspective on your internal world so that you better understand your thoughts and emotions and how to live a connected life. Join this movement of mindful believers who desire to grow in our faith and cultivate a holistic approach to health and wellness. Subscribe to the podcast today and share it with your friends. Welcome to Life Interconnected. So we are approaching the most wonderful time of the year, right? That's what we hear in the songs. And even though it's full of opportunities for connection and meaningful family time, it can also come with a lot of stress, overwhelm, financial pressure, and expectations. And I find at the end of the year, It's also just the culmination of carrying everything that you've been through in 2023, right? For me personally, this has been a really full year. I've had a lot happening in my personal life and in the business, and it's required a lot of me. It's required a lot of my mental, physical, emotional energy. And so as I'm approaching the end of the year, I'm feeling the weight of that. I'm feeling the significance of how much I've given and sown into the lives of so many people. You know, I think about that often as a counselor, the idea that I hold space for so many people's stories. And as I've shared in previous episodes, I'm intentional in how I process those things and move through it in my own body, through movement, physical exercise, my own prayer, meditation, I really have to release sometimes the heaviness that I carry on behalf of clients. And as intentional as we can be, even if we're mindful of that day to day, of whatever our day holds, whatever our week holds, the reality is we come to the end of the year and most of us are just carrying a lot. And I remember a season 
when I was teaching in the inner city. I was doing Teach for America in Charlotte, North Carolina. And, you know, just the nature of being a teacher. (laughs) I just want to pause for a moment and just give a shout out to anyone listening who's a teacher because I know, I get it, how much you, you give. You give so much. There's so much energy and intention that goes into the beginning of the school year and you know, constantly working over the amount of hours that you're getting paid and investing your own time and resources to pour into your students. And so teachers, I think especially, are extra exhausted going into Christmas break. And I remember that season of, you know, because I was living out of state at that time and Nate and I were engaged, you know, I went pretty much from going nonstop, working in a very demanding job in the inner city to traveling, then being immediately with family like 24 seven because we, we didn't live in town. So we were, you know, staying with family and, And I think looking back, I realize now how much in that crazy season, I didn't understand the significance of really allowing my nervous system to unwind. And when I say that, when I, when I say that visual, I want you to picture literally the nervous system inside of you can become so tightly wound, almost like you would wind up a spool of yarn it can become so tightly wound when we are under a prolonged chronic level of stress. And the reality is in our culture, in just the time that we live in with social media and the ways that people have access to us all the time in multiple different formats, it causes our nervous system to be on edge if we're not managing it well. And let's be honest, most of us probably aren't managing it well, myself included. I go through seasons where I'm better at doing that than other seasons. But when we're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, we can almost subconsciously lean into being even more overstimulated because we're, we're pouring whatever energy or time we have into scrolling social media or binging Netflix or whatever it is. And it's literally draining our reserves. And so when we approach Christmas break, it can feel like there's a lot that we're carrying. And if we throw ourselves into the chaos without being intentional and mindful of that, we can walk away from the holidays feeling even more drained. And I'm a big believer in setting intention and really getting clear in your own heart of your hopes and desires. And that's why these last couple episodes, we've been talking about what it looks like to be emotionally healthy through the holidays. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to the last two episodes, go back and listen to those as well. Because I think it's really important to understand that there are specific steps you can take to be emotionally healthy and to find joy in this season. This season should be full of joy. It should be full of peace and full of connection. It should be a time for your nervous system to unwind and to really reset and to reflect on the significance of this year, all that you've been through, all that you've given, and to set intention for the new year. So I think in order to do that, you know, the focus today is really how do we find joy? You know, how can we be present in the midst of 
a lot of different dynamics at play and the reality that we're carrying a lot from the year. And so here are my main three points for today. First, I think it's super important to recognize that we need to nourish our body, mind, and spirit over the holidays. This is how it sets you up to find joy and to be present with those that you love. So what does that look like? What does it look like to really renew your mind over the holidays? You know, maybe it's detoxing from your habits around your cell phone. Oh my goodness, for me, I know this can just happen subtly without even realizing it. And, you know, that little alert comes up with how much screen time I've had in a day or a week. And sometimes I feel robbed. Like, how did this happen to me? You know, how did my cell phone rob so much time for my day? But the reality is it's a habit. It's a bad habit. Um, When we scroll, when we get lost in our phones. And so I love to kind of do a detox from that over the holidays. And, you know, a part of how I do that is really you know, intentionally curating the apps on my phone, going through and cleaning out the apps that I have, the ones that I'm not using, maybe even moving around the apps. (laughs) I try to trick my brain by doing things like moving my Instagram app to the third, you know, screen over and putting my Bible app where my thumb usually goes. Just little things like that where I try to kind of reset my brain if I've gotten into bad habits. I think, you know, recognizing you know, not only what do we do that's draining our mind, our thoughts, but how can we nourish our mind? So is there that a book that you've been hoping to read that you haven't gotten to yet? Or do you want to do an Advent devotional with your family? You know, what can you do to really uh, put good and encouraging thoughts in your mind? How can you care for your body? You know, the holidays again, because it's full of stress, we can tend to overeat. We can maybe slack a in how we're moving our bodies. And this doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be intense. Even just yesterday, Nate and I were um, just feeling like kind of in a funk and tired. And I'm like, let's get our shoes on and just go outside and go on a walk. And just having like a 15 minute walk made us both feel so much better. So just being mindful of how are you moving your body? How are you caring for your body? Are you finding balance in how you're nourishing your body? And then ultimately your spirit You know, what can you do to really recover from this year, to process with God what you've been through, to pray about what he has in store for this next year and to really seek him? I know for me, I feel in my spirit, I just have this like deep sense that God wants to really speak to me and reset and clarify focus and intention for what he's leading me to do in 2024. And I'm the kind of person who thinks that I can do more than I actually can. And so sometimes at the end of the year, I I'm, I have this feeling of being overcommitted and I really want to be ruthless with where I put my time and en- energy and who I, I invest my time and energy in, including clients and projects and opportunities. And so I know I need to sit with God in that. I know that I need to find quiet space this holiday season to really hear him and to have some time by myself, maybe even get away for a couple nights by myself and um, just really allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me and to be available to that. I think that's super important that we don't just 
throw ourselves into a new year, just continuing all of our old patterns without actually pausing and reflecting on, you know, how is this serving God? How is this serving my family and and myself? And that's why I rhythmically consider my schedule and constantly reevaluate every four months. Okay, what needs to change? What's working? What's not working? And so I think that's important to really reflect on how are you nourishing every part of your being throughout this holiday season. And point number two, if you neglect your own desires, fall into the trap of people pleasing and only consider everyone else's needs, you're at risk for burnout or breakdown. And so if we don't take time to do what we just discussed in really caring for our mind, body, and spirit, and we are living by default and we're just saying yes to everyone around us and we're showing up at every single thing, even, even though we don't have capacity, you know, that, that can lead to us being short or irritable with people. It can lead to just feeling totally drained and there's a way around that. There's a way to, as we've talked about in the last couple episodes, get clear on your own expectations, communicate your desires, set boundaries, preserve your energy so that that doesn't happen. I'm giving you strategies to be preventative, not reactive. And so take the time to do that because if you don't, you may subconsciously fall into these traps of people pleasing, which is the most common pattern I see. And that's why at the end of Christmas break, many people feel totally drained. And there's a way to actually find joy in this season and peace and still honor the people you love and still enjoy them, but you can do it in a way that also works for you. And that's why it takes time and consideration to reflect on that. Point number three, simplify and focus on what truly matters. For me, that's family connection, love, and being present with those you love. Being present takes practice. It may not be something that comes naturally for you. I notice this sometimes with clients who seem very tightly wound and almost fidgety, like they don't know how to be present in their own body. And if you don't know how to be present in your own body, if you don't know how to really be grounded, to slow down, to slow your mind, it's very difficult to be present with other people. And a big part of that is distraction. As I mentioned, redefining your relationship with your phone, even getting clear on your intention around, you know, TV or shows or anything else that can be draining of your time, setting intention around that. And I'm not talking about being super strict and never watching shows. Like I think it is really important to relax. And if that's relaxing to you, then enjoy that. I'm just saying not getting lost in the default of just consuming all of your time with things that maybe afterwards leave you feeling drained or exhausted because you're staying up late, you know, scrolling or watching shows. And so ultimately the question is, how do you train your mind? You know, how do you train your mind to focus and to be present? One of my favorite apps, and I've mentioned this before, but it's something I, I just did it this morning. I've been using it for the last three years. It's called soul time and it's a Christian meditation app. And I love it because there's daily 
meditations that are as short as three minutes and there's even longer ones and they have specific ones around, you know, stress or anxiety. Um, they have ones based on you know your mood or maybe a specific challenge you're facing. And so you can search certain apps and certain meditations within the app to listen to, or you can also just go like based on their daily meditation. Um, there's also one called pause. I believe it might be by John Piper, but it, it just is a great place to start if meditation feels really hard for you because it's like a one minute pause. And both of these apps incorporate scripture. And for me, it's helpful sometimes when I'm in a busy season, just to have something I can pop my earphones in and, and listen to, to calm myself and, and ground myself and train my mind to focus. So here's the big idea for today. Here's a recap really of these last three episodes as we talk about what does it mean to, to cultivate emotionally healthy holidays. I want you to define your expectations, take time to reflect in your journal, to talk with your spouse about really what are you hoping for over this holiday season and how can you then communicate clearly to your loved ones? Again, starting with your spouse, your immediate family, extended family, what do you need to communicate? And then ultimately that leads to setting boundaries. Setting boundaries means following through with your desires and communicating in a way that people understand, you know, what your limits are. And this then leads to your ability to protect your energy, to really protect what's important and allowing yourself to unwind and, and to allow yourself to ultimately find joy in the holiday season and to be present. And so I really encourage you, if you haven't done it yet, go back and listen to these last two episodes, these three episodes all together. If you can follow this guidance, I really believe it's going to set you up for a peaceful and enjoyable holiday season. And so here's what I want you to reflect on this week. How can you care for your mental, physical, and spiritual needs this holiday season? Ask yourself, have you fallen into the trap of people-pleasing? in past holidays? If so, what is one step you can take to honor your true desires? And then ultimately, how can you simplify things this holiday season to focus on what truly matters? I want you to know that I'm praying for you. I'm praying over your time with family in the weeks to come, that you would have a peaceful, fulfilling, restful holiday season. Even in the hard moments, know that you are loved, that your needs matter, that you can use your voice. I'm cheering for you. I would love to hear from you. Send me a voice message, a DM on Instagram. It's life interconnected. Let me know how it's going. Let me know which of these things you're working on and any breakthroughs that you've had. I would love to hear feedback from you. I also want to give you a sneak peek for what's coming over these next several weeks. I am going to practice what I preach, which means that we're going to switch things up, slow down a little bit, and I want to provide an opportunity for you to really connect with your family over this Advent season. These last few episodes of the year will be a special series for Advent that you can listen to with your spouse, your kids, your entire family. This is my gift to you to cultivate connection and peace within your home.
with those you love. I will be back for regular episodes of the Life Interconnected podcast after the new year, so stay tuned and God bless. Thank you so much for sharing the space with me today. I want you to know that God sees you. You are loved, valued, and important. If this podcast helped you, it would mean so much if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and text or post a screenshot with your friends who can join our mindful movement of believers. Let's live intentionally as God designed life to be interconnected. I'm cheering for you. We are in this together, and I look forward to next time.